Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the Goddess Journals podcast with me, your host, Maggie Pugh. And if you're over here on episode two, that's a good sign. That means I've got something to say that you want to listen to. So I'm pretty excited about that. But today we're going to talk about spirituality versus self-development and kind of the differences and the similarities and where that kind of line in the sand is drawn between the two. This is something I'm really passionate about because I think that spirituality and self-development are very similar. I think there's roots, heavy roots of spirituality in self-development and I think it's important that you recognize where these roots come from when you're doing these practices. Just like if you're doing something that came from rituals of indigenous people or a big one for me is like witchcraft. A lot of things in spirituality do have roots in witchcraft and it's important to recognize where these rituals, where these practices and where these different routines that you're doing came from so that you can properly have the gratitude, the respect and the understanding of what it is exactly that you're doing. So with that being said, <laughs> I just want to jump right into talking about these differences of spirituality versus self-development and really get into the meaty stuff of why you should be doing this, what it can do for you. I really want to talk about the roots of manifestation and where it came from and how, you know, you can manifest even more successfully and powerfully by understanding where it came from and understanding the intention behind it. So let's just jump right in to today's episode. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. Right, so let's just start with my personal understanding and kind of definitions of spirituality and self-development, kind of just to get a starting point, get a base here. So for me, spirituality is really just working with that which is outside of the physical realm and pretty much what I mean by that is just, you know, working with energy working with these things that can't be seen or heard or, you know, touched or smelled or anything like that in our physical realm here. It's working with energies that are external outside of yourself, like the moon or crystals and things like that, as well as your own energy, doing meditation, doing journaling, and then most of all, working with the energy of whatever higher power you believe in and you subscribe to. 
whether that be, you know, the universe, which is my choice, God, a higher power, or anything else, just whatever you believe to be that energy, that thing that is greater than yourself, greater than any other energy that you could be working with. So when it comes to spirituality, a lot of the time it takes a big leap of faith because you are working with modalities, you are working with things, you are working with energy that can't be understood on just a physical realm. It doesn't have exact proof being like, oh yes, this exactly will work and here's the science behind it, right? It takes a big leap of faith that what you're doing works and what you're doing will make a difference. And oftentimes it comes alongside a lot of skepticism. And that's something that as a spiritualist, as someone who works with spirituality, you have to deal with. So now on the other hand, let's talk about my definition of self-development, which is working with and understanding yourself to transform how you want to show up in this world in your and in your life. So it's more working with specifically personal energy. You're not really working with external energy. The most you'll get to work with external energy is to place boundaries in order to protect your own, but that's really something that you're just doing for your own energy, right? This takes less of a leap of faith and more of a cultivation of trust and understanding with yourself. And I think this is why self-development, to me anyways, is often kind of like that gateway drug (laughs) that people use to get into spirituality because it's a little bit more easy to put your finger on. It's easy to not be as skeptical. You don't have to be like, Uh, a little out there, a little woo-woo to believe in it. It is very much within the realm of realism. There's science to base mindset work on and routines and all of that. Self-development is a lot more, you know, that spirituality that is very real. Self-development is very much that spirituality that is very much based in fact and based in the physical senses, right? You will emotionally feel it. You will physically see it. A lot of people physically see changes in people um, and you can start to see the changes in your day-to-day routines and all of that. So I always, I like to say that self-development is spirituality for the skeptics or for those who aren't ready to take the leap yet. And that's not bashing self-development in any ways. I I believed in crystals and all this stuff first before I found self-development, but I found that my spiritual practices got so much better and I had so much of a deeper understanding of spirituality after I got into self-development because I learned to trust myself more. I built up my own self-love, my own self-confidence. I empowered myself and that gave me a lot more to work off of and a lot more It made it a lot more easier to trust than what was outside of myself and that which I couldn't see. So to me, self-development can really be seen as a modality of spirituality, a section 
of spirituality, but if that's not something that you believe in, it can stand on its own. That's just how I see it, is that self-development, just like mindset work, just like manifestation, just like any of these things, really, when you boil it down, is just a subsection of spirituality. And I think most people who are heavily spiritual would agree with me that a lot of practices that are used in self-development are also used in spirituality. And so if you've been really, really into self-development for a while, but you think that spirituality is too much, it's too overpowering, there's so much to learn about it, you're not a very spiritual person. Well, you probably are, you just don't realize that what you're doing is already innately spiritual. Things like meditation, routines, journaling, self-love, boundaries, they're all spiritual practices. They're just a bit more of that masculine energy of spirituality, that masculine action side of spirituality, rather than the feminine of leaning back and working with energy just to flow and believe and to trust that you are headed down the right path. So I often also think that just self-development is that masculine energy side of spirituality, which I think there's a lot of hate that goes around around this idea of masculine energy, but that's just because many of us are in our wounded masculine, which means we hustle, we work ourselves to burnout. You may um, identify, over-identify with work, like it becomes your entire identity. You may like I said, burn yourself out. You might get tired because you always put action in other people and other things in front of yourself. All those those sort of things are typical of the wounded masculine, but these things like creating healthy routines and journaling and actively setting boundaries, that's coming from a divine masculine place. So self-development really just is the embodiment of divine masculine spiritual energy. And I think that's very, very important because it can help you learn how to take action. A lot of the time when you dive right into spirituality, it's easy to just say, I'm going to put my crystal here and it will do all the work for me, right? And that's great if you want to place your crystals to help with your energy, but then you need to take the action in order to follow up with it. And that's where this masculine side and the self-development side comes into play. So it's just as important as all these kind of more woo-woo a little fun, magical sort of things. So because we talked about here the self-development side and that masculine energy of spirituality, I'd love to talk about the flip side, so the differences that this umbrella term of spirituality often gets kind of pigeonholed into and what makes it very different from self-development. And that is that feminine energy side of it, which is the working with the universe, working with crystals, it's visualization, sometimes it's meditation, it's energy work and working with your personal vibration. It's all of those things that you're trusting. Yes, yourself. Yes, of course, there's a little bit of masculine. You have to show up and meditate. You have to show up for these these things that hold feminine energy, but it's trusting an energy outside of yourself to also be putting in some work A lot of it is working with the universe saying, I'm doing my side, I trust that you will bring this to me. It's very much that manifestation standpoint. And these practices that are more feminine energy based, they often 
are the ones that get the rap of like being too woo woo or being crazy or people are naive to think that this can work, but it's really just energy. And I want to break it down for you in two ways. So the first reason that people use crystals and they work with energy of the moon and all of these things is just the basic principle that an idea that all natural things on earth carry an energy frequency to them and how your energy frequency matches up with that of a crystal, of the moon, of trees, of the ocean, of somebody else's, of anything else that is natural on this earth will then impact you and how your energy is within your body and then therefore it will impact your actions and then it will impact your life. And so that's really where this comes from. And yes, you can believe that it's crystals and I do and I have millions of crystals. I have so many crystals, but there's actually that scientific fact of, you know, negative and positive ions having an actual effect and change in our bodies and in our minds and in how we go about our lives. So for example, there's, I think it's the beach has the most amount of negative ions that you can find in the world. You can also find them near waterfalls and mountains and they actually help to improve our mood, our tone, the quality of our sleep, our concentration, the oxidization of like our different tissues. It can help with stress levels, anxiety levels. So that right there is our bodies reacting to the energy around us, the energy of the beach, the energy of the water and all of those things. So when people are working with crystals, when they're working with the moon, when they're working with these external energies, this is what we're talking about. When I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling out of my energy or just not feeling like myself, I will go and ground myself by putting my feet in the earth, right? To get these negative ions. And that's just where this more feminine energy side comes in. It's okay, I'm going to go do this thing, trusting that the energy of something else will be there for me to change my energy, to help impact my energy and to change my life moving forwards, even if it's just short term. And then the most ultimate manifestation of this feminine energy work is working with the universe. And this is the one that takes a lot more of a leap of faith. This is something that needs to be cultivated. It needs to be nurtured and it needs to be worked on because there's nothing really to back this up other than personal experience and belief. But it can be the most powerful. It can be the most amazing and transformative work. And it's this work of working with the universe, which is why I think that self-development and spirituality go hand in hand and have to be something that you work on together. Even if you don't understand that it's self-development you just think it's another mode of spirituality, that's okay. It is self-development in the terms of, you know, what self-development is, but it's very, very important that you first do that work with your personal energy and understanding of yourself in order to then be able to cultivate an understanding and a relationship with the universe. And this is because it does take such a big leap of faith that you need to have trust, faith, and understanding 
And if you don't have that in yourself first, how the hell are you supposed to have that for something that is so much larger than yourself, but also so much more mysterious, non-concrete, indefinite, and complex as the universe and universal energy. So this is why even when I'm working with my clients, I almost do a lot of self-development with them first. They come to me and they're like, I want to manifest. I want to work with the universe. And I say, okay, slow down first. Do you trust yourself? And are you able to work with and tap into your intuition? And nine out of 10 times, the answer is no. And so creating intuitive practices and finding trust in yourself is that first step into spirituality. And so therefore, self-development is that first step into spirituality. Because you need to first trust your emotions and trust yourself in order to then cultivate intuition and trust yourself to make decisive decisions and to listen to your gut and listen to what you want to do and your decisions moving forwards to then trust something so large outside of yourself that you can't see, that you can't put a finger on, that when you decide to go with your gut, that you, when you decide to listen to your intuition and take big steps forwards, that it will be there to see you through and to hold you and to protect you. And that's why I really, really push people that the very first spiritual, quote unquote, that more feminine spirituality that they dip their toes into is intuition practices and intuition work and intuition routines and intuitive, any sort of intuitive work and not actually manifestation. Manifestation has become kind of that bridge in between spirituality and self-development where people start self-development and they get interested in manifestation because it's very big. It's, it's very big, right? It's hyped. It's almost in some places oversaturated, but that's great because that's so amazing that manifestation can reach such a large audience and people can actually get the benefits from it. But manifestation does rely very heavily on that trust with the universe It's about like getting clear and stepping into it and, you know, trusting the universe to bring it to you. But there's not actually that many intuitive practices within common manifestation. And that makes it hard for people because they're not, you know, they haven't cultivated that trust of themselves. So therefore, it's a lot harder to then do the work to actually bring in your manifestations because it's hard to trust the universe. And that last little step in manifestation, which is to relinquish control and trust that the universe is bringing it to you is really difficult if you don't have that understanding and that trust of yourself, right? And so then we get all these people saying, oh, manifestation is a sham. Manifestation doesn't work. Or, oh yeah, I just have to think about it and it'll come. And they don't quite understand because it hasn't worked for them because it's hard for them to release that control because they don't trust themselves and then therefore don't trust the universe. So for me, it's great. I love that there's this bridge between self-development and feminine energetic spirituality. It brings more people into this amazing life-changing work. But if I had it my way, I would make that bridge intuitive practices and intuition rather than manifestation because I think there would be a lot more results 
and a lot more people would stay and understand it and continue with the work. It might be, you know, that you want it to work and you see it for other people and you believe it, but it just doesn't seem to work for you and you don't understand, so you get discouraged and you stop. And if that sounds like you, if what I'm saying sounds like your journey, sounds like where you are, please, please, please reach out and try these intuitive practices. I have a whole post about them. I'll link it in the show notes. all about different intuitive practices. And maybe I will make a whole episode just about different intuitive practices. Let me know if that's something you guys would be interested in. But really try out these intuitive practices if that sounds like you. And I think you'll start to notice a big shift start to happen. So now with all that being said, I just wanted to end off today's episode with a few journal questions for you so that you can start to tap into your intuition, start to see what it is that your soul is calling you to do moving forwards, and where it is that you can start to lean into this trust and this more feminine energy side of spirituality. So the first question is, I would feel lighter if I let go of And then just allow yourself to write. If I knew I couldn't fail, I would. I am holding myself back by. I feel it is time for me to. Now with all of these, I want you to just write as fast as you can. I don't want you to think too much. I want you to write down the sentence like I would feel lighter if I let go of and just continue to write because that is how you're going to tap into your intuition. Don't overthink it. Don't worry about it being too big or too small of an answer. Just write it all out until your intuition calms down and until you feel like the natural stop writing. So that might be one sentence, that might be three pages. And just really allow yourself to flow and really allow your intuition to take over with these questions. So not only are you getting an intuitive practice by writing from your intuition and listening to it, but also you're learning to trust yourself because then you can go and take action on these things that come up and you can see how they're impacting your life and what you want to do about it. So please, please, please try out those questions. Let me know how it goes. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. If there is someone that you think this would really help, maybe my explanation of someone who's struggling to get into spirituality, struggling to trust the universe, struggling to let go of control, maybe that reminded you of someone. Send this episode on over to them. If you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. I would appreciate it so, so much. It would really help me out as I am just getting started with this. Share it on your stories. Share it with anyone you think it would be helpful for or might find it interesting. And let me know how those journal questions go. And just once again, thank you so, so much for listening. And I'll talk to you soon.